Howdy, howdy, howdy. Hello, everybody. We are back at last, finally, after a, what, two-week hiatus? Three-week? Yeah, because... Something something like that. Yeah, we had a... Ca- went down. <laughs> yep. Glad you got that fixed. Well, see, and then I went on leave. Yep. Right. Yeah, because we had, we had big plans for a Halloween special. We did. At, yeah, we were super excited for that. But now, today, we're doing our aptly named and perfectly timed Veterans Day special because we are a couple of a couple of those goofuses and uh, so we're going to change up just a few things for the uh, for the podcast here today instead of a debate we decided to do a kind of a walk down memory lane just kind of talk about some funny stuff that uh, has happened to us throughout our career some of the pranks we've played some of the funny stuff that's happened and we're going to go back to the beginning we're going to go back to Good old basic. Oh damn! Right, because there were some good ones in eight basic years ago. I tell you, almost, almost eight yeah. years ago. In in February will be the end of year seven. No, it'll be year eight. No, end of seven. Oh, what? Because what? I we joined oh, in fifteen. Twenty twenty two was six, right? Exactly. No, twenty twenty two is seven. We joined in fifteen. Yeah, I know. And this February is technically going to be 2023. Yeah, which would be eight. Starting eight. Yes. Yes. But I'm saying that (laughs) we're coming up on the end. We're finishing year seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. right, So, Jonesy, what's new with you, man? I like, like I said, with this hiatus, we haven't we haven't played anything. We haven't really chatted in almost three weeks now. I know, actually. So it has been a minute. We haven't even chatted really off. So we really don't know what's going on with each other for the most part. Um, so full send, what you got? Yeah, I, not a whole lot. Did a that's a great start. My dad um, <laughs> last week was pretty freaking cool. Got one saw okay. John Petrucci, which was the lead guitarist of um, Dream Theater. That's right. That's and right. I knew I recognized that name. The drummer of Dream Theater, because the band's been broken up for for a while now. I think they say it's not mm-hmm. like 2012, 2010 or something. That was a good year, by the, the way. The drummer, this is the first time he has played with the, the guitarist. So that was a... And the bass player was really, ridiculously amazing. Cool venue and mm-hmm. uh, and all that. So in the House of Blues in Anaheim. And Ooh. Glasses. We had Halloween. Classy. Halloween was fun. And yeah, what did you do for Halloween? Sat in the garage, drank beer, mm-hmm. and uh, came out to kids. I'll tell you what, though. Kids are, and no. you didn't look like a creep. <laughs> no, I so I went as a hick, right? Which is just me. Perfect. Basically, <laughs> there's a cop out. It's basically just me. So, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I had the, I had my boots, my like, my loas, jeans over top of my loas, right? Not tucked or anything like that. So you can just see right. the bottom of the boot, like every hick of all time. That's um, how I wear mine all the time. Yeah. That's literally my normal uh attire. Boots and jeans and I had my yeah. uh my my hunt and fishing um hoodie on that I got in Fife Lake, Michigan, the most country place of all time. Fife Lake. Fife Lake. I like it. Beautiful if you ever want to go. Um and then I had a, a Coors light hat with my camo sunglasses on upside down on top of it. Um the only thing I didn't have was a, a pack of dip. My back pocket, and I would have really fit the part. 
You should have had a Bluetooth speaker behind you listening to like uh, the dueling banjos or something like that. We tried to. <laughs> we tried to uh, go and um, find some country music, like country Halloween music, but hmm. not a thing well, like, apparently. Does, doesn't exist. Yeah, Interesting. No. Not not the way you would think it would. Not hmm. very well. Uh, other than that, uh, just been doing yeah. classes. Um, thinking about opening the business soon. Mm, that's right, your gym, right? Yeah, I found out some pretty the... cool stuff on veterans benefits. Um, okay. And loans and stuff you can get as a veteran. I was gonna say you get loans and grants specifically for that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, I just found out under one hundred twenty-five thousand with one of the small business loans. It's a mm-hmm. SBA seven Charlie, I believe. Um, up to one hundred twenty-five thousand, you put zero down. Well, okay. that's what I'm fucking saying. Um, and the gyms would be like fifty to seventy to to open. So, um, hey, gotcha. I was looking looking into some stuff, see see what's gonna go on. But just going to class. Other than that, good stuff. What about you? How's life? It's chugging along. Uh, just got back from uh, a short, long weekend of leave. Uh. I I went back home to Central Iowa and took my church's youth group, or about about a third of the youth group members, all the way over to Walker, Iowa. I didn't even know where that was. It was a two-hour drive. It's on the eastern central part of the state um, to a, a old Christian school that they turned into a like a retreat camp area. I don't want to call it an event an event center because it's not an event center, but you you go there for like campouts and and church retreats and things like that. So there were, um, so like we had cabins that were um, like bunkhouse style, mm-hmm. right? So just a long narrow room with four sets of bunk beds, and there was like four of those on one side of the main building, and then four of them on the other side of the main building. So you could get a whole bunch of people up there, um. It sucked, though, because we were up there Friday evening, all day Saturday, and part of the day Sunday. It rained on us all day Friday and almost the entire day Saturday. <laughs> and it was the cold, it was like the cold Iowa November rain. Well, I was going to say, like, it's, we were not going to be out there at all. It's snowing out there, yeah? Right, yeah. It, we're not too far out. But we still had a blast. Um, there was a big gym that we were able to play a whole bunch of games in. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had a good time. Now, the the rain did let up in the latter half of Saturday evening and it dried up just enough that we were still able to have our bonfire Saturday night, which we were all like, yes. Nice. So that was nice. But, but it was so cold though, that we were all huddled around the fire, like March of the penguin style, just shoulder to shoulder, trying to get as close to this thing as we could. It was pretty funny, but uh, no, that happened. Um, we had a base event happen right before I left for that. We called it the pumpkin patrol. It was just an on-base or in the base housing um, uh, Halloween event. Mm-hmm. So all the, all the base housing kids and their parents walked around house to house, all that kind of stuff. I was put in charge of that event as the area supervisor, and I had about 12 airmen with me. Nice. Uh, we, hooked, we hooked them up with radios, police vests, cold weather gear, and they were basically just walking around, just kind of mobile patrol. Um, I was officially posted that night as police, too because housing is technically police two's area, right? So they just kind of nice. roped me in as 
area supervisor, which is great because it's a really good EPR bullet that I will need. Speaking of which, um, EPR season's coming up soon, so that's a Send it on over. whole big old headache. Send it on over. <laughs> yes, actually, I am going to do that. Because uh, um, I don't know why I'm good at writing bullets, but I'm very, very good at writing bullets. Yeah. Well, and you'll also be able to help me with conjuring up bullet ideas out of my ass. That is true. Um, I, I did have two <laughs> BTZ winners at the same time. There you so. go. Yeah, so I've got a I've got a decent amount of them right now, but yeah, we'll see. But then I've I've got drop my thing. I've got three troops that I'll be writing EPRs for this year. Ooh. Um, nice. all three of them are all three of them are senior airmen. One so of them own, right? is uh one of them is prior Minot. Oh. I I worked with this kid in Minot my last year I was up there. So when he came to flight. He showed up to guard mount the first day. I did this weird double take. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like I know you, but I don't know you. But like, I can't remember if you're one of our deployers that I just haven't seen in six months. And he was like, he walked up to me at the clearing barrel. He's like, you were at Minot, right? I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah, I worked with you. And I'm like, God, I'm old. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. you're that guy. Oh, yeah. No, well, it, by the okay, time we started working together, I was not? the. No, he was actually. That'd I do remember though. he was a he was, he like, was a, was a kid, though. You're like, oh, I remember you're a piece of shit. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> no, it's funny though because he was a young A1C at the time, and I was a staff with orders on my way out. So we had very little overlap, mm -hmm. but um, still we overlapped enough that we were able to kind of reminisce for a while that first night. And funny enough, he was posted with me as my alpha, so we yeah. we spent the bulk of the night just chit chatting back and forth. Echo, good to see you, my man. Yeah, welcome Weezy as well. And Weezy, we didn't want to. I didn't want to interrupt stories before. Uh, before we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, speaking of which, yeah, we will definitely, we will definitely get some some stories. But yeah, so um, speaking of which, Weezy, get me your dang EPR bullets. Yeah, I asked you that last month. <laughs> I'm gonna call you out on the on the podcast. This will forever be on air. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. So hey, that's uh, that's what's new with us. Um, oh, I almost forgot. First weekend of December, I had leave in the books. I've had leave in the books for like three weeks now, or three months rather. Really? Um, I'm going and fourth. That whatever that first weekend is, yeah. I have like four or so days reserved. I'm going back with the base softball team down to Dallas, Texas for Winter Worlds. Really? Super excited for that. Yeah. Um, the last serious softball I played was back in June mm -hmm. at Band Aid which was an absolute blast. We we played well, I played well, and we just had a really good time. So the bulk of those guys that were on the team then are now going down to Dallas for Winter Worlds, and that's going to be a level of play that I've never seen before, I think. And I just hope I can match the challenge, but I'm super excited about it. Mm -hmm. Um, Stay tuned. That's badass, dude. Yeah. That's awesome. If I perform anywhere near how I did in band-aid i will be happy with myself at least offensively defensively i could have played a little bit better but when you get to that league and that level of play you're not getting a, you're not getting a whole lot of ground balls to the shortstop let's be honest no no you're not so um i just kind of knew going in that if i was really gonna if i was really gonna make an impact with the team i needed to be with my bat mm -hmm. and at band-aid i was able to make that happen um i think we played eight games and my batting average at the end of all that was 800. Ooh, 800. Yeah. 
yeah, I bet I bet eight hundred in the at the B level. Damn. Yeah, that's what I said. That's a, I remember in um Minot we had a tournament, and I don't know there was this maintenance team that we played, and for whatever reason their pitcher was really fucking good. I don't know uh, if you're yeah. there for that game. Painting or not, the corners. But he his it looked like a knuckleball every time he threw a ball, and you're like. Yeah. Where the fuck is this thing gonna go? And it'd be faster and slower and just uh, yeah. just dancing up there while it's coming it's, in at you. Softball could do that. I was there yeah, to drink you'd beer be surprised. But yeah, I'm too competitive for that. Anyway, all right. So uh mental warm up with the name game. Yes. Let's let's see how crazy we can get this and let's just take all of the restrictions off. Right? Everything. We're still doing people though, right? Or... People, yes, but we can we're opening it up to actors, actresses. Uh, politicians, athletes, musicians, anybody who is famous. Okay. And let's just see. Let's just see how far we go with this. Okay. Now, I think to make it a little harder, we should only give ourselves like five seconds. Oof. My brain like you got you got to come up with it pretty. All right. <laughs> well, let's just see how we go. All I right. So your brain I'll. I'll uh... <laughs> Yeah, right. Okay, so I'll I'll start her off with the late great Alex Trebek. Just take my alpha brain real quick before we do this. Oh yeah. Oh well I might as well explain the game uh Trevor for Noah. the new people in the chat. Ooh, Trevor Noah. Okay, so N Nolan Ryan. Uh Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Oh you double R. Double uh R. Ryan Go- Ryan Gosling. Uh Greg Biggio. Greg Biggio. <laughs> Bro uh Brad Osmus, oh. old center fielder for the uh, for the Astros Heck back yeah, in the day. I used, awesome. to have his, I used to have his baseball card. Me I got too. a few of them still. Um, a a a. Mm-hmm. Awesome powers. That's a character. That's not his. <laughs> that's not the real name. That's a character. Oh, you can't okay. use characters. Um. um Wow! Really? An A? A? I know. A. Uh, how about this? That guy on the internet right now, Andrew Tate. Okay, well, that's that's fair. T. Um. Uh. Ooh. Why is T so hard? <laughs> why was A so uh, hard? <laughs> yeah. Right. T. 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 Um. Make sure uh, you play along with us as well, Chad. I mean, don't give us too many hints, but. Tea. See how long you Why am I having a hard time with tea? You know, don't think I can think of is Tatum, and that's Channing's last name. Yeah, I was thinking of. Uh, t- um, oh, uh, Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard, the original roadie in Iron Man One. Uh, Harry Styles. Why am I Harry talking Styles. about a bunch of people I don't like? Right. <laughs> uh, speaking of people I don't like, oh, Sam Hunt. Sam Hunt. Damn, with his the singer. H's. Um, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford, get off my plane. Get off my <laughs> F. Ooh, here we go. Francis Ford Coppola, Francis the director. Uh, C or K? That's a C. The C. He's um, the guy that actually convinced that uh, convinced Spielberg to cast Harrison Ford as Han Solo. Really? Funny story about that one. Anyway, Charlie Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin, I see. Candace Owens. Ooh, very nice. 
Um, First black female president? OJ Simpson. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I'm saying like the worst people. <laughs> S again. Okay. Uh, Sammy Sosa. Oh. I can't, rem- I can't pronounce his last name. It's that dude with the wonky eye, Steve Benenuke. Oh, uh, Buscemi. Buscemi. (laughs) I was like, how did I know who you were talking about? (laughs) The dude with the wonky eye. Hello, fellow kids. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You can do it. Okay, let me do a double B. Barry Bonds. Ooh. Burt Kreischer. Oh, oh, the fat man. I'm the machine. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so K. Uh, Ugh, Kim Kardashian. I'm sorry. That's a double K, by the way. It is a double, <laughs> that's a double K. Chloe Kardashian. <laughs> oh, really? Are we doing this? Uh, I'll try to think of another one. Um, uh, no, no, you, no. That's fair. That's, that's, that's a fair. That's a fair play. All right, so K. Um, Hedrick Lamar. Wow, I am surprised you pulled that shit out of your ass. It, it was um, way up in there. Lamar L. Larry David. Larry David. That's Funny a man. A lot better than categories. <laughs> yeah, right? D. Um, Dwight Eisenhower. Good old Ike. Ooh. E. Um, Eric Steinbrenner? Who's that? You gotta Google it? Or did you just make up a name? And I think that's a famous person. Are you cheating right now? There's a Steinbrenner. I don't know. Um, E. Mm -hmm. Uh, That does not count. (laughs) (laughs) That was more of an A. With a a G minor. (laughs) Um, Wow. Eric Mencia? Mind Mencia? His name. Okay. Eric? I don't know. We'll go with it. M. Um. Uh. What's his name? Mike Mustakis. Mike Mustakis. Yeah, Moose. Oh, Moose. Exactly. The baseball it's player. M. That's a double M, by the way. So Matt suck it. Damon. Oh, Matt Damon. All right, so I have a D again. Matt Damon. Uh, Dirk Nowitzki. What the fuck is that? You don't know Dirk Nowitzki? He was the, yeah, the power forward for Dallas. Dirk. Yeah. So is this an N? Yes. I don't want to say this one. Let me think of one real quick before I have to say this one that I don't want to say. Say it. Just, just get it over with. Nancy Pelosi. I was just about to. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Paul Bettany. Um, B. Barry Manilow. Ooh, okay. M. Uh, uh, Matt Stafford. You bitch. (laughs) I love you. Ooh, yeah. The lefty quarterback. Why? Are you kidding me? Oh, I've got one for this. Me too. I got like three. Yadier Molina. Oh, that's not the one I was thinking of. But, uh, <laughs> Yadier Molina. Yodelay hee hoo. Sorry. Uh, Mike Trout. Mike Trout. T. 
how far are you guys along so far, chat? You guys keeping up, or you, you already fell out? T T T T. I might have filled out with Terrence Crawford, the Ooh. boxer. Um, C. I can think of Chappelle right now, but it's not Chappelle. I already did Charlie Chaplin. Charlie, uh, Charlie Puth. I was just about to say Puth, yeah. So P. Uh, uh Pete Davidson. Ugh. Scum of the earth, right? Pete Davidson. D. Derek Lewis, the UFC Derek fighter. Lewis, yeah. L. By the way, great fights coming up this weekend. Larry Nance Jr. No idea who that is. Basketball player. N. N. I want to say Ned Flanders, but <laughs> 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 the first thing that popped in my mind was Ned Flanders. Um, Nathaniel Hackett, the Ooh. coach. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. I pulled that one um, right out of the asshole. All right. H. <laughs> We're going way back in the day. Honus Wagner. Ooh, Honus Wagner. Baseball player. Hmm. Willie Mays. That works. Yeah. M. Willie Mays. Mike Matheny. <laughs> Another catcher. Mike Matheny. Mm-hmm. Um, or I could go with Mike Mahoney. <laughs> either way. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. A bunch of right. out here. All right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> I was going to say Matt Murdock, but that's a character. <laughs> that's Daredevil. Um, we haven't done any females yet. What's up with that? Uh, I did. Well, kind of did one. Oh, yeah, Kim Kardashian. No, I kind of did another one. Oh, she's a reptile. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if you classified <laughs> With a gay husband, apparently. <laughs> M. Okay. Uh, Martha Stewart. Ooh. I just want to focus on my salad. <laughs> An insider trade. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, you know what? Good on her. Government's been doing it. Why not her? Mm-hmm. Uh, Stewart S. She, she was just poor enough to get caught. Steve Vai. Steve Vai. V. I love uh, that one. Uh, Vin Diesel. Hmm. And Derek Lalonde, the new mm. coach for the Detroit Red Wings. Also, that's an, that's an L. They're doing pretty good. Yeah, it's an L. That's an L. Okay. Uh, L. How many names start with L? Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> Out your the, ass, dude. <laughs> the original Spock actor. Um, Live long and suck these nuts. <laughs> N. How many more do you want? Let's go to... Let's do another five minutes. Okay. And we're on a roll here. Yeah. Nova Scotia. Norm McDonald. Norm McDonald. Late, great Norm McDonald. Fucking legend, dude. Yeah. Oh God. Speaking of which, one of his funniest bits was on um, women drivers. <laughs> Gotta look that one up. That one was funny. Um, 
Uh, I'm going to partially use Echo's suggestion and do Naomi Watts. Oh, W. Mm-hmm. Who's the famous black singer? Walt Disney. Oh, yeah, there you go. Not a famous famous black singer. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's very far from that. There you go. Okay. Um, D, 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 D. I already did White Eisenhower and I did Dirk Nowinski. Derek Jeter. Ooh. J. The King. John Harbaugh. Okay. H. H. Harry Connick Jr. Did I already do that one? Nope, you did not. The nope. okay. jazz singer, right? He's a singer, yeah. Yeah. Um, C. We cool. played this game a whole bunch on the road on our road trips with the youth group to and from, so I'm confusing names I used then with what I've already used now. So names. Cole Komet. K. Gesundheit? That's a K? Yeah. Okay. Uh Kylie Jenner. Uh, Joe Buck, the most hated announcer oh, by a Detroit sports fan of all time. You know, there was a petition going around back when uh, the Cubs went to the World Series. Nice. There was a petition to keep him from announcing that game. If it's the if it's the Tigers ever again, yeah, right. Not do it or the Lions. I just realized my camera is really fuzzy yeah. on the uh, why. Does it make any sense? I think it's the lighting. It might be. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's the lighting. I look fine on Streamlabs and I look fine on VOD Ninja. Oh, I might be but... outward internet. Possibly. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. Uh, what am I on? Uh, what did I just say? I don't know what you did just say. Echo, what did I just say? <laughs> <laughs> or did you say something? It's my turn. I no, what, it was definitely. What did you say last? Jeter. No, I said Kylie Jenner. You said Kylie Jenner, and I said, "What the fuck did I say?" Uh, Not that. What did I say? I said uh, something. Wow. <laughs> oh, how about this, Jordan Peele? Okay, P. Penelope Cruz. Ooh. Yeah. A lot of C's. <laughs> Charles Oliveira. The UFC okay. player. Yeah. Former uh, champ. Um, Olivia Wilde. Hell yeah. Um, nice. I, the first thing that popped in my head was Willy Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> um. We'll do one more piece and then we'll move William on. Shakespeare. Shakespeare? Yeah. To win or not to win? That is the question. That is a, wow. We just, <laughs> well timed. Okay. Um, on the stream, I am frozen. Yep, you're good now. Oh, there it goes. Okay, that's weird. Um, okay, so S. I need to do one final S. Seth Rogen. Is this my last one? 
That was the last one. Oh, that was the last one. I was gonna say, All right, cool. That was fun. That All was right, fun. time to move on. You want to do your history? Let's do it. All right. And here we go. So typically what we do is we do an on this day in history within one or two days. But today, being November 11th, being Veterans Day, I decided we're going to talk about the history of Veterans Day, how it started, why it started, um, and where we're at now with it. So um, Veterans Day dates back to 1918. All right. This was the end of World War One or as it was known as then, it was known as the Great War. Because how do you call something World War I if you don't know World War II is going to happen, right? Unless you're a time traveler. But anyway, so the, the story is, and the history is, is that on November 11th, on the, it, it goes the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month was when a ceasefire, a final ceasefire was reached between the Allied powers and Germany, all right? Um, and we called it, we, at the time it was called an armistice. And originally the day became known as Armistice Day. Now that's a word we don't use anymore, really. So what does that mean? An armistice is a temporary cessation of hostilities. Okay, what the hell does cessation mean, right? Um, a cessation is a, it's a fancy word for a stop, essentially. So a cessation of hostilities, what we would call that now is a ceasefire. But um, so, yeah, on November 11th at 11 o'clock in the morning, 1918, the armistice was granted between the Allies and um, the German Empire to mark the end of World War I. Funny enough, though, is that the official uh, Treaty of Versailles which actually officially marked the end of the war, um, wasn't signed until June 28 of 1919. Almost a whole year later was officially the end of the war. However, um, when it became a, um, a national holiday, uh, President Woodrow Wilson at the time wanted to keep November 11th um, as the holiday because that's when the fighting stopped. Not necessarily when the war stopped, but when the fighting stopped. So, uh, let's see here. Uh, in November of 1919, so basically a year later, uh, President Woodrow Wilson proclaimed November 11th as the first commemoration of Armistice Day. Now, that's what it was originally called. Armistice Day's observations include parades, public gatherings, as well as a brief pause in business and school activities at 11 a.m. Again, which was to mark um, when the ceasefire started. Now, it remained Armistice Day until... Nope, I'm looking at the wrong date. Let's see. Eventually, it was renamed as Veterans Day, but that didn't happen until quite a few years later. Let's see. I found the date here at one point. Da, da, da. Yeah. And I lost it. Cool. But yeah, so that is the history of 
Veterans Day, originally Armistice Day, and then later renamed to Veterans Day that we celebrate on November 11th every year. And that is on this day in history. That was awesome. awesome. Whoa. My, I had uh, yeah. some, some back treat my mic for a second. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So that was awesome. I heard myself. I don't like my voice now. Oh, I found it. 1938. 1938 is when we changed the name from Armistice Day to Veterans Day. That's awesome. Yeah. And honestly, one of the thing good things the government has done in the past you know, 100 years. But yeah. making federal holiday for, for veterans. Because there's a lot of people out right. there that have served that, that a lot more than we ever will or have. Yeah. I got a whole bunch of thank you for your services today when I was out and about. Yeah. People kind of makes you makes you feel a little warm and fuzzy inside, right? Yeah, makes you feel like something you did was worth it. Right. Nice. <laughs> All right. Now we're gonna hop into some news. What in the world? Moving on. What in the world? All right. So you see it down there. Um, I'm gonna preface this by saying. Uh, this is not all the news. It's just some. Look it up for adults. These are things that I found were, uh, pretty important. So. There's a tight race in the U.S. Uh, midterm elections right now. It's actually closing up pretty soon, but Georgia's going to have um, another election happening because it wasn't um, a majority. North Korea shot another missile over Japan, as usual. Um, unidentified drone strike hits a Iranian fuel convoy, which will be something to, to keep looking into in the next weeks to come with all the stuff going on in the world and then ukraine takes back uh kherson which was a strategic town uh, that russia occupied a few weeks ago um but they have taken it back and actually did a lot of damage to the russian army and their special forces uh when taking that back now usually we do um like a hero of the week uh for law enforcement uh, military or first res- any first responder um, but this week what we're going to do is we're going to go over uh, John Chapman um, John Chapman Medal of Honor winner for the Air Force I chose that because you know O'Lear and I both Air Force um, and I think it's good history to, to know these, these people and what they fought for and that sexy Scarlet Beret what does that mean Jones that's so that right there is a combat controller. So his citation reads, which is some just bad dudes, some bad bad dudes. Um, basically part of the Air Force Special Operations, uh, which most people don't know we have, um, but they're also certified air traffic controllers. So they have a crazy um, aspect to their mission that most uh, special forces don't have. Which is how not to men- not to mention JTACs. Correct. Not to mention they do JTAC. Generally with and as we'll read in the in the citation, <clears throat> generally with uh special forces, Navy SEALs, Green Berets, stuff like that. So a citation reads uh Technical Sergeant John A. Chapman distinguished himself by extraordinary heroism as an Air Force Special Tactics Combat Controller attached to a Navy Air Navy Sea Air and Land SEAL team. Conducting reconnaissance operations in Kurgar, Afghanistan on March 4th, 2002. 
during insertion, the team's helicopter was ambushed, causing a teammate to fall out into an entrenched group of enemy combatants below Sergeant Chapman, and the whole team voluntarily reinserted onto the snow-capped mountain into the heart of a known enemy stronghold to rescue one of their own. Without regard for his own safety, Sergeant Chapman immediately engaged, moving in the direction of the closest enemy position despite coming under heavy fire from multiple directions. He fearlessly charged an enemy bunker up a steep incline in a thigh heat in thigh deep snow into hostile fire directly engaging the enemy. Upon reaching the bunker, Sergeant Chapman assaulted and cleared the position, killing all enemy occupants with his massive dick. <laughs> with, with complete disregard for his own life, Sergeant Chapman uh, deliberately moved from cover only 12 meters from the enemy and exposed himself once again to attack a second bunker from which he and placed machine gun, which Ann and placed machine gun was firing at his team. During this assault, an exposed position directly in front of the line of tense fire, he was struck and injured by enemy fire. Despite severe mortal wounds, he continued to fight relentlessly, sustaining a violent engagement with multiple enemy personnel before making the ultimate sacrifice. By his heroic actions and extraordinary valor, sacrificing his life of his for uh, sacrificing his life for the life of his teammates. Technical Sergeant Chapman upheld the highest traditions of military service and reflected great credit upon himself and the United States Air Force and just the military in general. He's they just Damn straight. Um, if you've ever been to, uh, if you've ever been to Lackland Air Force Base, there's um, another uh, installation basically attached to it, kind of right down the road. Uh, that everyone goes to, and they just rename that the John Chapman uh, Training Annex. Um, Hell yeah! You you probably went down there for seven level, right? You probably saw that. They during I went, my... to, I, went to, I went to Medina. Did they rename Medina? Yeah, so Medina's renamed. No kidding! Wow, yep. good for them. So the, when I was in seven level, they were renaming that. So just a bad motherfucker. That's what that mm -hmm. is. Um, that's a that's a true American hero. So people don't. There's also um, aerial footage of the assault. Yes, that is some of the coolest footage I have ever seen. Yeah, he's a he's a bad dude. That's much when... much respect, much respect. People don't understand, and we'll never really understand that either, because we weren't um, in that area um, doing that specific mission or anything, but. People understand the actual like legitimate sacrifice people make. That's it's pretty impressive mm -hmm. and awesome. Those are the those are the big dick motherfuckers that are in the military. Seriously, there's some other ones in the military, but those are the big dicks. Yeah. Big Speaking of which, I've got a I've got a joke for you. It's a classic, and I know you've heard it before. Three special operations dudes are out camping in the woods. Right. Speaking of camping in the woods, flip us over to the far side. Oh yeah. For for this amazing joke. Um, that away real quick, though. Cool. All right. So three, three, three special operations dudes camping in the woods. One of them's a SEAL, one of them's a beret, and one of them's a combat controller. Right. Mm -hmm. They get the fire going and they're drinking a beer. And the beret says, I never tell you about the time I 
I assaulted an enemy compound by myself. And they're like, no, tell us about it. So he tells the story about how they get ambushed. He assaults an enemy compound, takes out a machine gunner nest all by himself. Like four or five confirmed kills. And uh, the SEAL and the combat controller are like, that's pretty sweet. So the SEAL tells a story about the time that a mission that he, uh, he was in where he swam underwater for a thousand meters, assaulted a shipping container or a ship, got 10 confirmed kills, rescued a hostage, and then swam back out 1,000 meters. And they're like, damn, dude, that's pretty badass. And they both look over to the combat controller. He's not saying anything. He's just stirring the coals with his dick. That look his favorite time. <laughs> oh, every time. Classic. Stirring the coals with his dick. Oh, fucking every time. All right. It's time to move on. What do we got next? Don't get me. Oh, don't get me started. This is always the highlight. This is always the highlight of my night. I don't know why. I think it's maybe because I, I enjoy the improv of it. Yes. And uh, usually for our first time viewers and or listeners, um, the way this game works is I give, I will give Jones and he will give me an innocuous topic like ice cream or um escalators or something like that and then i will tell you you either love it or you hate it and he has to instantly go on a tirade for what it, what was it a minute a minute and a half a uh, minute a minute yeah gotta go on a tirade for a minute on all the reasons off the top of your head why you either love or hate whatever the topic is so today uh we're gonna keep these uh military related and uh Jones, would you like to would you like to go first? Yeah, give me one second. For some reason my clock is not showing on my Interesting. Place. Ooh, excuse me. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I would like to start. Oh. Alright, so would you like your love or hate it first? Hmm. Give me my hate it. Alright. You hate being released early for the day. <laughs> you <Yeah>, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Get that timer up there. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna say it. As an NCO, um Always being released NCO for today is the fucking worst. You know why? Because you have a bunch of shitheads under you most of the time. Maybe you got a couple good ones, but mostly a bunch of shitheads. Um, maybe smart shitheads, maybe dumb shitheads, but they're they're still all shitheads. And those motherfuckers never do what you want them to do. So you're going to you're going to go home really like, yeah, man, I can't wait to get home. Maybe crack a beer, eat some, maybe go out to eat, see my wife and kids, right? You sit down on your couch, you crack your beer, you go to take your first sip, you get a you get a call. And you get the call and you go, "Hey, uh, what's going on?" They're like, "Hey, your uh your shit has didn't do what they were supposed to do to get released early." Guess who's coming back into work when no one else is? And you go, who? And they go, you. And that's why I hate getting off early. Because, because it's always a pipe dream. <laughs> <laughs> All they're doing is giving you hope. False hope. Yeah. Just yanking it away from you at the last minute. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay. All right. What do you want first? I'll do my hate. I'll follow up with it. Yeah. All right. So this one's this one's a little rough. I'm sorry. Oh no. But you hate the movie Saving Private Ryan. Okay. Go. Okay, saving I hate saving Private Ryan because there's no reason they had to make the movie that goddamn gory. Like how many of us were able to make it through that opening fight scene without puking? Like remember that one scene where uh Sergeant Horvath rolls over and talks to his radio guy, rolls back over, shoots, rolls back over to the radio guy, flips him over and his whole face is caved in. I was like <laughs> You know, not to mention the bulk of the middle of that movie is just dry as hell. Like sure the acting's good, but the story is just ugh. You know, it's it moves so slow. Sure, you got the, the opening action sequence, and then you can't top that, right? The final fight scene at the end just doesn't match up. And they make Private Ryan look like a bumbling baby, right? He's sitting there in the fetal position crying, and then they kill off the main character. Like, how the hell do you do that and still call that a good movie? You know what I'm saying? Not to mention that sticky bomb that they created in the end. Not real. <laughs> Uh, can I pull my head out of my ass now? Oh yeah, that was a hard one. I could tell you. Were, oh, that was you were rough. Really, <laughs> really grasping in there. Welcome I whoever just got in the chat. By the way, this is the Feud Podcast. We're doing a Veteran Day special. This segment, we give each other topics. Woo! That way, you don't think O'Leary hates the Saving Private. No, Ryan. that is one of the greatest, single greatest war movies ever made. Yes, we give a so we give each other a subject, a like and a dislike. And we have to go rant for a minute on why we like it or not. And generally, we try to sabotage whether or not you actually like it or love it. <laughs> yeah, we generally give people things we love as things we dislike, and things we dislike as things we love. So, speaking of that, because we're, we're sadistic. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. You love. All right. So I know this has happened to both of us at least once or twice in our careers up in my night. Oh, All right. <laughs> okay. You love getting told at guard mount that you're being switched to knights. <laughs> for the tour <laughs> for those who don't know guard mount right so you go you show up to work um everyone grabs their weapons and they get ready to go yep. do their duties right it's guard an opening mount. formation it's an opening formation where you get all the pass-ons from the previous tour of duty uh you go over the weather you go over where you're posted you go over what you're armed with it's it's a big hullabaloo it's, it's official you, use this happens like 5 a.m maybe yeah. 4 30 a.m so you've already been up since about zero three, you said most likely. Right? You love getting told at guard mount that you're working mids. Go home, try to get some sleep. You're going to work night for the next five days. All right. Well, I do absolutely love that. One, because I love working nights. It's my mm-hmm. favorite. If I got to smash four Red Bulls and five bangs to stay up that night, whatever. It's a sacrifice I'm willing to take. You know why? Inspectors don't give a shit about you. Leadership doesn't give a shit about you. Nobody cares. You're just your own person doing whatever you want. No one's coming out, doing anything. I'm trying to make sure I don't say too much. <laughs> like shit. Um, related to the job. But uh, yeah, no one comes out and bugs you. It's the fucking best. It's 1 million percent the best. Also, so you're, you, let's say you have a bad night's sleep before. And you're going into days. You got like three hours, two hours, one hour of sleep. Right? That's going to be a rough day for you. But if you're on nights, you get to that facility, you hop in bed, snuggle in by like 10 or something, 
You get a solid seven hours of sleep before you start your shift. No, it fucking okay. sucks. It sucks so hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it sucks so hard. Yeah, because most of us, we get into a, a schedule beforehand. Usually stay at 24 right? hours the night before. Usually. To, to go into nights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did hear that uh, days and nights are tripping out together again. Instead of that staggered posting that we tried doing during MSOC. Staggered was the best. Come in like no, I liked going out the, at... If I was working nights, I liked going out there during the daytime and just going straight to bed. Fuck, not if you were... No, I, I liked it at night. Because then you just get out there and anyway. you, just, you just change over and you're done. You don't have to deal with anybody else. Usually it's just your flight. True. Yeah. Well, and then do you ever pack in six people plus all our gear into those Chevy Suburbans? Yeah, dude, we had... <laughs> later in memories. Yeah, I was gonna say that's but gonna be part of our memory lane. Used to fucking bring a big ass cooler with him. Yep, big ass cooler. Yeah, All he right. had like 12, 12 meals worth of. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway. All right. So you know what? You All know right. Like? What's what's my you love? Absolutely adore and love new troops thinking they're hot shit after being in for six months. It's your favorite mm, thing. Okay. And yes. Go. I love new troops that think that they're hot shit uh, for a couple of reasons. Mainly, if you think it, you own it. And if you own it, you do it, right? So false motivation is real motivation. So if you tell yourself I'm the shit, then you, you're able to do the shit as if you are the shit, right? So, so there's a, it's a really good indicator of some a good, well-motivated uh, individual that I don't need to drag along with me. I could just kind of correct and corral as they move forward. So it's a very big indicator that uh, they're going to go places. They're going to go far. They just need a little guidance, right? Um, let's see. They're a uh, that kind of personality is a very take it by the horns and a I'm going to figure it out myself. So if I tell you here, take this form, go do a vehicle changeover, they'll figure it out because they know I'm hot shit and I can do this. Right. That's not the way I intended that question to go. <laughs> I, I know it wasn't. That was a good diversion because mm. my, my the question was supposed to be more of a uh, um, thinks they're too good for everything after six months in. Thinks they're just the fucking best for no reason. Yeah, the TRF. <laughs> <laughs> I heard I one time someone, I one time heard a TRF guy <laughs> refer to himself as a super cop. Oh, Unironically. Yeah, I heard them talk about on a few occasions. We're basically operators. I was like, "What? We're basically oh, please, no, no, you're not." You learned how to fast rope. Whoop de frickin' do. Ooh, I fast roped off a building too. I also repelled off a building with you. Am I a fucking operator? No, <laughs> not even. All right. Anyway, the helicopter. Uh, shit. All right. Now is uh, the would you rather? Yes. I'll go first? first with I'll I'll go first with this one. So all right, and this is unlimited time for the mm-hmm. chat because right. I because some of these we really need to figure it out. This one uh, is a little bit ooh. more of a struggle, oh. but okay. Would you rather stand in the middle of uh, a North Dakota field doing security for twelve hours in December, <laughs> mind you? It's like negative twenty, negative thirty. Not quite Man, that. And they're done. That got the T-shirt. That, that <laughs> not quite that. That you're not going out negative seventy, 
right? But negative, like 39 maybe with the wind chill. Okay. Or wait for an appointment at the VA. Well, here's the problem with that is I I have done the stand in the middle of a North Dakota field for 12 hours at negative 30. I have never waited for a VA appointment, so I have nothing to juxtapos- juxtapose okay, wait, it Wait for an to. appointment at medical. I've also never had an appointment at medical that wasn't dental. So now, however, however, I'm going to pick waiting for an appointment at the VA because at least I'm sitting down, I'm inside, and I'm warm. Okay. Let me let you know all the reasons you're wrong. Because <laughs> the VA is a joke and you're going to be there for about as long. You might as well just be there for 10 hours. <laughs> you, you might as well just clear your entire schedule if you know you're going to have to be at the VA at any time during the day. So imagine the VA. Now imagine the DMV in a busy city. It's the same okay. fucking thing. <laughs> Except for in the VA, you're going to have a bunch of 95-year-old men who serve the country sitting uh-huh. there for 15 hours and a bunch of people going in front of them. And you're also sitting next to those 95-year-old men wondering the same thing they're wondering. Did they already call my number? <laughs> Why are all these people going in front of me? I'm just here to give blood. Yeah. That's it. Why right. It's been six hours. Or I'm here to get blood. I'm here to get blood. <laughs> I'm just here for an appointment. You know what the appointment took me? Seven months. Seven <clears> months <throat> to get. And then they canceled on me. So it took them another seven months. Welcome to VA. I read a statistic a while back that said more people have died waiting for VA care than in both world wars combined. I does not doubt it one bit. One uh, either. <laughs> Somebody now, crunched those numbers. There, but yeah, there's good people there sometimes. But, the, uh, but it's a government-run program, just like the rest of. All right, are you ready for your? Are you ready for your? Would you rather? Yes. This is a fun one. I had, I had fun coming up with this one. Would you rather? Every chair you sit in has one wobbly leg. Oh God. Or every table you sit at has one wobbly leg. <laughs> Does tables include desks? Yes. Fuck. Oh, that's so rough. My OCD would be crazy, dude. Right. And I can't fix it. I probably should have specified, shouldn't I? Since I didn't specify, I can't make up rules now. So if that's the loophole you want to exploit, go for it. Okay, so let's say I'll, I'll do both sides. If I can fix it, Chairs. I mean, I mean tables. Because yeah. you just get a, you fold up a napkin about four times, toss that B under, you're good to go. That's it. That's assuming you don't ever move the table, sure. Yes, but if you do it to a chair, that's a hard fucking no. Because you're gonna get that a, thing's gotta be stationary. You yeah, lean back. That thing might. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, you're leaning back, going. Now, if I can't do that. Still tables. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. The, uh, the chair, it's the worst feeling. It's the worst. It's it's like for OCD, it's the absolute fucking worst thing to go through for OCD. Because you're going to try, you're trying to like balance yourself to sit up straight, but you can't. On a table, mm-hmm. at least you can press it down. And then the other people have to suffer, but whatever. I'm fucking good. I'm just going to lean on the table. I'm good to go. 
putting right, it in my right. chair, I'm like this. Trying to talk to people. I already got a bad back. That's not fucking happening. Okay, that's fair. So table. Table it is. Y'all heard it here first, folks. If you uh, in the chat have any opinions on any of the ones we just went on. Yes. Or you guys watching this on YouTube later. I'd love to hear if you prefer wobbly tables or wobbly chairs. And if you're so, a vet, us, would you rather know. stand in negative 40 degree weather mm. in really any state? Just think about one that you can you can watch your hopes and dreams run away from you. Literally. For years. Um, as in flat as possibly can be. With no you shooting. can shiver your soul out of your body. Oh, yeah. Yeah, God has my soul still. It's frozen in North Dakota. Yeah. Uh, or do, would you rather sit in the VA? Let us know. Because... Uh, I think it'd be interesting to see what my fellow vets think. That would and definitely be interesting. As a vet, we're back to our main screen. Excellent. All right. Might be time for some memories. You got uh, any... Uh, the memories. You got any... Walk down memory lane. Wow. Well, I tell, I tell you what. Ah, the memories. Let's uh, Let's start from the beginning. So we both were at the same basic training flight. That's how we met was in basic back in February, the end of February of 2015. Yeah. All right. The 322nd training squadron. What was the nickname for our building? Was it Gotham? No, no, that was our mascot. We were the 322nd Eagles. What was the nickname for? Shithole though. I know. Was it Gotham? Or was it Arkham? I forget. There was definitely a nickname for it. Honestly, I don't remember. I, don't I can't remember. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> the first thing I want to talk about was our guide on bearer, Johnson. Uh, the late senior guy. airman, Carlos Johnson. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. Way too soon. Um, too soon. <laughs> at night, when he used to low crawl <laughs> under the bunks and scare the <laughs> shit out of Mason every night. <laughs> And then, and then it was really was, okay we had we had this kid on top of the, he, <laughs> the lockers and gargoyle oh okay that's a story i tell a lot of people but i, I want to back up here a little a second so we had this kid he was in the bunk across the bay from me uh alex mason southern kid and he jump scared very easily and as soon as Johnson found out about this, this was in the latter half of, of training, right? It, oh, yeah. it didn't happen right away. In the latter half of training. At night when no MTS were around. Yes. Obviously. Uh, Johnson, he, he would wait till lights out. He'd wait for like 10 minutes. And then he would low crawl from the other bay that paralleled our bay around and underneath a whole bunch of bunks. And then would reach up from underneath and grab Mason <laughs> on the <laughs> chest. And Mason would freak out every night. And we all waited for it. Like, we intentionally did not fall asleep because we were waiting for Mason to scream. Yeah. And it was hilarious every single time. Do you remember, but uh... then Johnson also, this is a story I tell all the time. Um, there was a prank that we would play called Gargoyling. And essentially, <laughs> how this worked was our wall lockers that were positioned at the head of our bunks against the wall had a skinny side where we would hang up our uniforms and a fat side for gear and equipment and whatnot. 
And for a person of smaller stature, they could fit in the fat side of the wall locker. So and he was maybe five four. He was short. He was short. Yeah. Five. Oh, he was shorter than that. Thirty. Roughly. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, what what we would do then is we would strip naked. We would hop in the fat side of the wall locker and wait for that person to open it up, and then we would jump out at him. Right. So another thing that we would do. Yeah. Right. That's probably where it came from. But (laughs) bend over. Yeah. Um, No. So every night at 2100, 9 p.m., taps would play over the the room intercom. And we had to stand at attention at our bunks while taps played. And then as soon as taps was done, lights went out. We hopped in bed. Lights out until 05 that next morning. Now, if you were stuck in the bathroom or if you happened to be in the bathroom shower shave whatever you were doing in there when taps started you stayed in there until taps ended <laughs> and uh, apparently sometime leading up to um taps playing johnson managed to strip down naked and hop in one of our element leaders all because you remember mckenzie oh yeah the tuba just just justice mckenzie this justice dude McKenzie. he was already in his 30s Right, he had a master's in tuba performance from Rice University in New York. He joined just so he could play at the Air Force Premier Band in DC. Anyway, he was a super cool, yeah, super cool guy. One of our element leaders. Yeah, he was pretty much dad to the flight, him and Gerald. (laughs) But um, sometime leading up to taps, Johnson managed to strip naked, hop in Justice's wall locker, and none of us knew it. None of us caught it. I don't know how, but. Tap starts. We all snap to attention. And like 10 seconds into it, the fat side of Justice well, uh, Mackenzie's wall locker pops open. And a buck naked Johnson hops out and pops to attention at the head of his bed. We are all dying laughing, but trying to keep it together because everything's funnier when you're not supposed to laugh, right? And we are all dying laughing. And Taps ends. Lights go out. He hops back in the wall locker. We all get in bed and we're just waiting. Like we're poking our heads under the covers, just waiting. Mackenzie comes out of the bathroom with his web belt, his canteen, and his Lackland Lackland laser, right? The flashlight. And he's got to put that back into the fat side of his wall locker. And do you remember what he said? He said, Jesus, fuck. (laughs) Is that what it was? Because I thought it was something about wanting to punch Johnson in his dick. Is that what it was? He said, "He said, Jesus, I'm gonna pop you in your dick, or something like that." <laughs> you know, he said, "He said, oh, it's brilliant." He said Johnson, I almost punched you in the dick. <laughs> and we're all losing our ever-loving shit at this point. And oh man, that was funny. Uh, Everything then, uh, in basic was funnier because we weren't allowed to laugh. A couple weeks prior to that, I believe, was when uh, what's his name farted. Yes, okay, here's another story. No, 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 hold on, hold on. This is another story I love to tell. All right, no, no, this was after. This was after uh, sixth-week haircuts. I distinctly Mm. remember this. Earlier in the day, we were practicing drill, and we were killing it. And I remember this was one of the few times where Sergeant Allen, our MTI, was in a good mood. Very seldom. Now, very seldom. He was like, what, 6'2", 200? 
220, 230, solid muscle. Yeah, it's big. Built, solid dude. Uh, Tech Sergeant Wyman Allen. I don't, yeah. No, wasn't he bioenvironmental? Yeah, it's medical. Something like that. Anyway, this was a rare occasion when Sergeant Allen was in a good mood and he marched us, he, he was marching us over to our sixth week haircuts. And I, do you remember he ran into some old friends of his from his first base or from his previous unit or something like that? And as we were getting our haircuts, he was smoking and joking with his buddies. I had never seen the dude laugh before and or smile before. And he was smoking and joking with his buddies. And I remember thinking, this is going to be a good day, right? We're killing it. If we, if we keep doing our stuff, it's going to be a good day. As we're marching back, the guy behind me, Vendrell, is that what his oh, name yeah. was? He had to part, but he tried to, <laughs> he tried to squeak it out in time with our stepping. <laughs> so we're hearing hop, two, three, four, you know, <laughs> and the MTI hears it and halts us in the middle of the sidewalk. And we're all thinking, oh, no, we're done for like. He just ruined the mood. But instead, Sergeant Allen goes, if anybody else needs to fart, just let it out now. And like seven people just erupted in this chorus of gas. It was amazing. And I remember he had to walk away and do the, <laughs> the cough laugh thing to keep mm. from showing that he was secretly dying inside. Oh, man, that was funny. I tell that story all the time. So there was another one. Um, it was him. I don't, it was someone over by you. Um, <laughs> but they were doing like wall locker inspections or something. We're all sitting next to our wall lockers. Oh my gosh. Yes. And, I remember. Uh, <laughs> Alan walks up to someone and, uh, <laughs> he's doing an inspection and he, he, he walks up to him and he's, he's talking to him, asking him some questions. The guy's reporting. Um, Sir trainee so and so reports is ordered. Then he right? rips one. Wasn't yeah. it the silent, the silent kind of wafting, lingering gas, like the nervous farts? Right. Yeah. And Sarnell looked at him. He went, "My mouth was open and everything, man." No, 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 no. That's when he said, "You better suck that back up into your soul." <laughs> you better suck that back up into your soul. Okay, like, I know everything. <laughs> I know which one you're talking about. That was day two. When Sergeant Furious, oh, our other MTI, was, was teaching was teaching everybody how to make the bed, how to make the bed properly. Yes. This was day two, and it was my bed. I remember this. Everyone was crowded around, and someone was having obviously the nervous farts, and it just wafted. And he, I remember Sergeant Furious. He stopped mid sentence. He goes, "Man, my mouth was open and everything," <laughs> and, and we were like. Most of us were cracking up on the inside because th he literally just made a Shrek reference. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, man, that was funny. Oh, Good times. So we get through there. We go to our technical training. Which was up the literally street. right down the fucking road. Like a mile. Right down the street. We used to mm. march past it, basically. Mm -hmm. Oh, before that happens. So I remember maybe week two or three. Um, my mouth wouldn't fucking open. I had something going on with my, maybe my wisdom teeth or something. I almost dropped out and had to go back in flight. Um, I don't remember that. Yeah. You must so, have kept that one to yourself pretty well. Yeah, I couldn't open more than this. So I was like talking like this, and I couldn't eat. If I went to go open my mouth to eat, 
it was so I would just drink liquids. I just drink like shitloads of milk, and then try to eat like pudding and stuff. But for like a solid two weeks, I couldn't open my fucking mouth because my because my um. Did you get tetanus or something? I do. I have no fucking idea. Did you get locked jaw? I must have too much dick sucking. (laughs) But no, but wow, it was like it was like a solid week and a half, almost two weeks where I just. Was like I'm. Mm. I'm not fucking going. I'm not getting out. I'm not getting kicked out from this shit. And then like, right? Maybe like towards the end of the second week, I talked to Sergeant Freas or whatever his name. The, the our first MTI. Mm-hmm. Recording his office and said I can't move my jaw. I was like, all right, we'll stop by medical today. If you, if you want to do, are on our way to wherever we're going. We'll, we'll pass by medical. If you want to drop out and go there, just know you'll drop out. And we got. We we stopped in front of the hospital. And he's like, Jones, you want to jump out? And I was like, Nope. <laughs> he's like, Good. Not let's anymore. Keep, let's keep going. I like. I saw the hospital, and I was like, Fuck, that's one more week in this bitch. Maybe more. Seriously, at and least. Like, yeah. Like, no, I'm good. I still couldn't move my fucking mouth. I could. I couldn't uh-huh. move my jaw. I was. I lost so much weight in those two weeks. Anyways, we go to tech school. At Lackland Air Force Base again. Mm-hmm. The 343rd Training Squadron. Yeah. I don't remember a shitload from that, honestly. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot that happened. Besides that time that Funny was. our buddy met his wife, right? Oh, yeah. And then one of our buddies, Clifton, met. So Jones met his wife. Clifton met uh, the other one. And then I had to drive to a hotel and have relations with the with that third chick. I drove like an hour away, dude. It was like that was like forty five minutes away because that was you had to be within forty five minutes or something, mm-hmm. or you get in trouble. So I got up at like fucking three a.m. on a Saturday, drove them there, and I didn't have any sleep. I think we just got back from Polis or something. Drove them out there. Drove back. Um, was gonna get whoever that girl was. Was gonna get her. She had a fucking appointment or something, so uh. I had to wait. Finally got her. Drove all the way back out there. Drove back for something else. We forgot something. Drove back. <laughs> so I did. Like, I did like four hours of driving that day on like two hours of sleep. I don't remember driving. <laughs> I swear to God, I don't remember driving. It's also the first oh, time. Oh man, body slamming a chick on a bed. Like, la la. It's weird. Yeah, you were the only one of our group of friends that had a car at the time. So I remember. Yeah. You remember Rochambeauing to find out who was going to get stuck in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that was sketchy going to the gate. Anytime we wanted to go somewhere, um, we would have the two people in the front. We would stuff three people in the back seat and then we would have one person in your hatchback oh yeah well it wasn't a very big car either it was a forge it was a no. Ford focus hatchback right Ford. usually it was jones luckily <laughs> yeah usually it wasn't dude we had a couple people fucking we had to get a blowjob in the back of my car once didn't know wait what <laughs> i didn't know that shoot I open it up and do one of the, the old slobby jobby I haven't even got a blowjob in my car. What the fuck? Wait. 
That's like somebody else christening your toilet when you move into your house or That's something. What I'm saying. Wait, who was it? I'll tell who you. Was it? I'll tell you who was it? Who was it? It wasn't okay. Jones. <laughs> no, of course it wasn't. No. But uh. Oh man. Okay. Speaking of Jones and cars, I want to skip ahead a year or two. The Mike Stud concert. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this was what 2018. Something like that. 2016, maybe. Jones had already moved. Yeah. Wait, no. He only Jones hadn't. He hadn't gone to. He hadn't gone to FE at that time, had he? Or was he just coming back to visit? No, he hadn't gone to FE yet. It had to been like end of 2015 to early 2016. It was okay. I think it was in the summer though. Because remember, it it was was pretty warm. Yeah, it was nice. Anyway, so there was a Mike Stud concert happening in Minneapolis, Mm -hmm. which was eight hours away. So technically we could go there over a long weekend and we didn't have to take leave because technically eight hours was within the local area, right? Which is kind of BS because we're in a whole different state. Mm -hmm. Um, And my oldest brother was living there at the time. So the three of us drove out there, stayed with my brother and uh so we got there we went to the concert that night right and i decided i was gonna be the dd because just because i guess and jones said and, he's gonna go uh, beer for beer with me yes you in case anybody's confused two people named jones in this story yeah not related uh one of them is is that guy that's jones and the other guy was you met him during airman's week and you're just like oh your name's jones my name's jones we're gonna be best friends that's literally how your relationship that started. Is not how it was not best friends. That is he was on the bunk That is exactly how it started. He was in the bunk above me in Airman's Week. And I remember sitting there. I love you, Jones. You're one of my favorite people in the world. I remember sitting there and I was like, this motherfucker's so annoying. He's <laughs> so annoying. But um we ended up becoming really good friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, all three of us, we all ended up going up to Minot together. And we were all on the same flight together, even. If well, you can so believe we that. Tech, through tech school together. When the Airman oh, yeah. All through tech school. Through tech school together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we all met in Cam- Airman's Week. With, uh, um, what's his name? Cambridge? Cam Bryce and Pounders. Cam Bryce? Mm-hmm. Pounders. And Pounders. Who was supposed to be in this uh, episode with us. We were going to have him join us for this walk down memory lane. Fucker. But he chickened out. Because he'd rather sleep. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Well, since he's still in, he can kind of sleep once he get out. He can... <laughs> yeah. It's fair enough. Anyway. Get out of military. Anyway. So yeah. So most of us, me and Jones, we were in the same basic flight together, and then we go to tech school or Airman's Week, which mm-hmm. is a week period between basic and tech school. Which was we were only like, dude. yeah, we were only like the third class to ever do it, right? Didn't they start it up like right class. before? No, no, no. There were definitely a f- was one or two class. classes before us. Because we because got... I remember, no, no, I remember them telling us stories of oh, what previous classes had, uh, the cautionary tales. Like, oh, the the class before you, they did this, that, the other. Don't do that. That's there right. was at least one or two, um, we were just classes going, before it was us. Basically, a conflict resolution week. Yeah, and, and like, like a, a what about... to expect from tech school, what to expect from the operational air force, yeah, stuff like that. They brought MTIs in there, but they were really fucking cool during that week. Right, weird. yeah. 
I mean, they were and eight, they weren't. Eight at a dining facility with better food and actual booth seats. I remember that. Yeah, like old school diner booth seats. That was fucking uh-huh. weird. We could actually talk to each other when we <laughs> ate. Ice cream and shit. I, right. I don't see the point. But anyway, still, but... so me and Jones, we knew each other in basic. But we weren't even really friends. We I don't think we ever talked to each other in basic. But we no. we connected in Airman's Week because we were the only two that actually ever did any cleaning. Ah, like yeah. we, we were the only ones that actually followed the prescribed rules at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. And we were like, all right, well, we might as well stick together on this. And yeah. that's literally when it started for us. <laughs> yeah. And then seven, eight years ago, we talked to, we hung out in tech school. Mm-hmm. But mostly when we got to Minot was really when we became like good friends. When uh, we became roommates yeah, in the quad. We traded um, Sting. For his room. Yes. Because he uh-huh. wanted to go be with one of his buddies or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, everyone wants to be here, so. Right. And if we were able to make that switch, I remember that. That was a fun story, too. Yeah. But anyway, so when we get to Airman's Week, that's when we met up with Jones and Pounders, which to this day, we are all still very good friends. Yep. Um, what do you think going to go to the Yeah. Okay. I'm going to keep... Uh, okay, so I might as well tell the story... Um. Oh, what was the story I was going to tell? Now I'm just totally blanking right now. Oh yeah, okay, the Mike Stud concert. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So IDD, we drive to Minneapolis. We get there in the early afternoon, and we do some some bar hopping, some pre gaming. We went to, I think, two or three different bars. I think one was like an Irish pub, which was really cool. I remember that one. And then we went to kind of like a swanky upscale pub or bar, had another drink there. So anyway, we go to the concert, and Jones and Jones decide to go beer for beer with each other. Now, the Jones I'm with right now, this handsome guy, he could put down beers. Uh, He was known as Buff Jones to our friend group, and the other Jones is a scrawny little guy, or at least used to be back then. He's bulked up some. He was known as Skinny Jones. He's a little so bit skinny, taller. Skinny Jones and Buff Jones. Yeah. <laughs> He's tall and slender. So anyway, Jones thinks he can go shot for shot with other Jones and gets shmammered out of his gourd. Wait, I think we right? had 22 beers, 11 <laughs> apiece. Because I footed that bill and it was like 400 bucks. I remember. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that was on a Saturday night. I remember the next morning, Sunday morning, my brother, who we were staying with and his family, they all went to church. And we decided we were going to go rock climbing at REI. Remember that? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Now, you were okay on the sober scale. I remember we swung by McDonald's and picked up a couple double quarter pounders. So we went the wrong way down the street. No, that was the previous night. Oh, <laughs> Wrong way down a one-way was, street. That was before we started drinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks Trying for the reminder. I was, uh, I was driving. I was, dri- uh, <laughs> I was driving down the one-way street. Oh, that's right, because I and I was the navigator. Yeah, and I told you to make a left. We went down one-way streets. No, no, no. The second time, when we went to Bismarck for your spinal injection, Spins and we went to that college bar, I was yeah. driving that night. No, you weren't. That was me. Because I remember getting pissed at your directions. I was like, how the fuck? Oh, yeah, maybe that's what it was. <laughs> that's what the GPS said. Anyway, okay, so yeah. Jones, other Jones at this time is 
hungover. Like he's not forming coherent sentences. He's barely walking straight. And we pull up well, to a busy. Wait. We pull up to a busy intersection. Let's bring that. Bring it back a little bit. Um, when we pulled in. And I forgot about that. So he... so we pulled into your to your brother's driveway, right? And Jones is like, "Where's my hat?" I'm like, dude, it's on your head. And he's like, "Where's my hat?" I'm like, it's on your head. He's like, <laughs> "This is that thing, <laughs> right?" That yeah. is his laugh. Oh my god. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> right? So, so I opened Did the door. Did you open and I the get door out, for him? And he Did you open his the door, door for him? Okay, he opened his door. Okay. I think he opened No, you opened his door for him cuz I was He on the wasn't other side. ready. That's right. He wasn't ready for it. Dude, this man <laughs> melted out of the car and face planted on the concrete. <laughs> melted. <laughs> like like I don't know how to explain it other than the melting ice. His, That's what his it like. face and upper body was on the concrete. His feet were still in the car. I think it's somehow. <laughs> I forgot about that. And then didn't he spend the night sleeping on the tiny kid mattress that was on the floor in the room that we were sleep- that we were all sleeping in? No, I slept on that. That's Both right. Nights. Okay, you were in there <laughs> every time. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. It's cold is kind of small blanket for me. <laughs> I was trying to it was, I was like it might have been in the fall now I'm thinking about it. I don't think it was super hot out. And uh, I remember being pretty fucking cold at night. And anyway, okay, that was a nice bed. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Next so day. that next morning, we're all gonna go to REI because the REI in Minneapolis has like a four-story tall indoor rock wall that had we like ten different routes on it. At that time. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We were the YMCA and Minot had a really cool three-story rock wall that Jones and I we were there religiously for basically every. It was like it was like twice a week for a year and some change, maybe. Oh yeah, I mean, you want to work out some fucking muscles you don't know you have. And back then, I was fucking shredded. Mm -hmm. I was working. Well, and that was that was uh, that was post back surgery, wasn't it? Or was that pre back surgery? It was pre back surgery. That's right. Okay. That's when I was like, like fucking seven percent body fat. Mm-hmm. Kind of a douche. Kind of more of a douche than I am now. Which God, with all these know. rabbit trails, we're never going to finish the story. <laughs> Anyways, so anyway, we're back, so we're going to go to REI. We're going to REI. We pull up to this really busy four-way intersection, and as we're driving through the intersection, we are literally halfway through a busy intersection. Jones in the back seat. Rolls down his window, sticks his whole upper body out, and just all throughout the entirety of this intersection, just vomiting, vomiting while we're going through this the entirety of this intersection. (laughs) He puked like three or four times, didn't he? And I remember your comment was, "Don't get it on my car." That's exactly my car. But he hung enough of his body out the car that he he not only did not get a, any puke on the side of your car, he also didn't fall out, which I was actually really impressed about. Because we were going like around um, a turn like this, so imagine uh-huh. we're going around a turn like this, and Jones. He's in the like right this, side right? of he's on he's he goes, on the right side of the goes, car, and we were turning left. And the, the, the puke just, just sprays. The... <laughs> <laughs> While we were on the car, it sprays all over the intersection. Just... Oh my god, that was so funny! And then we still managed, yeah, and we still managed to go to REI, 
and uh, we all successfully climbed at least once. Yeah, I remember I think you could it. Only they were... Remember they had that yeah. ticket, but you could only and get they... on the wall for one. It was like you only had like an hour, thirty minutes, something like that. Yeah, well, it was timed. It wasn't up and down repetitions. It was a yeah. time limit. But we all picked one course that we thought was difficult enough. It it would last us the entire duration. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because I remember getting three fourths of the way up and hitting a rough patch, mm-hmm. and I just I couldn't figure it out for some reason. And but anyway, yeah, that was that was a fun trip. Do you remember the bar hopping we did beforehand? We hit like three different bars. Is that I remember the. What's up with that big chick? Or was no. That we went back again for a different concert. You just you and I. Or was it just you and Jones? Because I'm pretty sure that was the only concert no, I went to. It was you and I. Maybe we went back for. Oh, that's when we saw Zach Brown. Oh yeah, the remember the rain concert. That. You're standing out there in the rain the whole time. Yeah, but we stayed yeah. in the hotel for some reason. We stayed on base. We stayed at the the Air National Guard hotel attached to the. No, we stayed at a different one, downtown. Because you're right. That was the that trip was when we were there for your back surgery. Because I remember two days base. before. Yeah, because yeah. I remember two days before we got lobster fight while uh, kayaking. Oh, dude, dude. Yeah. To this day, the worst sunburn I ever had. We were driving and we were putting blankets over our arms. Because the sunlight would hurt so fucking bad, like through Alira the was, windshield, Alira was shivering, and like I remember that night we got home, because it was itching. It was itching so bad. I remember you, the entirety you, of my back. Your jaw was. You're like hello, like that. Your whole. It was like you had hypothermia. I remember specifically. Uh-huh. You were like you were like shivering, shivering. I and couldn't it, stop. Yeah, I couldn't stop shaking because I was trying to scratch my back on the bed. You know. I remember spending a good 45 minutes in the shower just running lukewarm water over my back to keep the itching down. That was miserable. You're However, like, you're like, hey, you that, should... that kayaking trip was fun as hell. That was fun. We rented a pair of kayaks from Outdoor Rec, drove to, was it Lake Darling? Is that what it was? Probably, because that was the only thing close enough to us. Uh-huh. And we, this was in June, I believe. Yep, because my surgery was June. Yeah, so this was like three or four days before we were going to Minneapolis for your surgery. Yep. And um, I remember it was the hottest day of the year that thus far, and there wasn't a cloud in the sky. It was an absolutely beautiful day for kayaking. And my dumbass, partway through, took my shirt off. Yeah. And you were like, hey, Jones, take your shirt. You know, you want to get some, some tan? You might as well do it too. And I was like, nah, I'm good. And it ended that ended up being one of the smartest decisions you ever made. Because they wouldn't take me for surgery if I had. Yeah. But now your arms were peeling really bad. They were rough. Not as rough. I as remember body, but... I, t- I I took my flip flops off and I remember hanging my feet over the edge of the front of my kayak. The mm. tops of my feet got burned. Yeah. My whole My feet were swelling. I remember walking around the Mall of America like three or four days later when we were there for your spinal surgery and i had to untie my shoes before we left i think we kayaked like the day before maybe two days before we left it was two and left from base i think i think it was two or three days because 
Um, but we didn't. I didn't. We didn't have. I, I remember. Have I remember spending that Monday or something. We like we arrived on like a Saturday in Minneapolis. Something like that. Yeah, because I remember we went to a Twins game and we walked around the Mall of America beforehand. Yeah, and you bought a watch, and I bought. Um, That's right. Uh, I still have that watch. Oh, Japanese chess. That shit was yeah. fun. So the only time we ever played it was when you were zonked out after your surgery. <laughs> so, so I had to get a spine surgery, chat and uh, and listeners. Um, they had to fuse my spine, my L five to S one, basically your lower back. Um, mm-hmm. So I had to have someone come with me. So I was like, uh, O'Leary, you want to come with? And he's like, Fuck yeah! So he got mm-hmm. the he got that week off of work basically. Yeah, and um, they couldn't do anything about it. No, and you. So we drive down. Medical escort. Um, we drive down. We go to the Mall of America. Uh, we go to that Twins game. Um, All the while fighting massive nasty sunburn. <laughs> fighting ridiculous sunburn, and then we go in for my surgery day. Right, remember, mm-hmm. remember this. My legs open. So, <laughs> so we go in, go in for me to get my surgery, and I'm. He's in there. pre. He's in. He's in pre-op yeah. in the whole gown. No one buck naked under it. Mm-hmm. And I've got my fucking legs propped up like this. Right? <laughs> just balls out dude just bearing it all to the world and it took one senior nurse to come in yeah so before before she came in there was a couple younger nurses around our age at that time probably 23 24 maybe oh my god i had forgotten Um, about this they would walk past and look (laughs) and then they would just kind of just walk past and they walk past again and they would look at me i was like oh that's cool maybe they're hitting on me that's that's pretty they're pretty cute i like that right um, they were sizing you up. Apparently, they were. They liked what they saw, or they didn't, and they were like, "Ah, oh, this fucking tiny dick." But oh my uh, god! Then this the senior nurse comes back. She goes, "Wow, what'd she say?" She said, "Doesn't say, oh god." So she grabbed this pillow. She said, "Oh god!" And then she grabbed this pillow and she threw it at me. Um, threw I it, I it was crushed. a rolled up towel. A rolled up towel. It was a pillow. Oh, okay. It was a pillow because I remember it being pretty big. She threw it on there. She's like, oh, my God. And she threw it on there. Um, And she's like, do you know how you were sitting? I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just gonna and then it dawned on you. I was like, oh. And she's like, I was like, whatever. <laughs> so, you dra- you, so you draped that over your crotch as you were sitting in the chair or on that gurney. Yeah. I was laying down, mind you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, and I remember that was right about when I came in, and I took that picture of you so I could update mm-hmm. your Facebook because I was giving play-by-play Facebook updates for Jones's family, and I do have one picture of you in that gown oh, with your with your shower with your shower cap, or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then the uh, so the surgeon, one of the surgeons comes in, um, probably high on coke. That remember, um, Doctor Maybod, the guy that yeah. had spine surgery. That dude was always coked up. I swear to God, mm-hmm. um, did a good job. But there's another guy that came in, yeah. and he was gonna go through. So they went through my stomach, and they went through my back, and they drilled a hole in mm-hmm. my So when they went through my stomach, the guy came in. He's like, "Hey, you know, we're gonna go through your stomach. Just want to let you know, um, if I hit this nerve, uh, you'll ejaculate inside yourself for the rest of your life." And I looked at him. They looked at me. I went, 
you better get free birth control too. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he had a very concerned look on his face. <laughs> I was like, you mean I get a surgery and free birth control? Sweet. So oh, they're only funny. back there. Um, they're only back there. The lady comes in. Um, the anesthesiologist gives me a couple things. It's like, hey, just so you know, medication does not work very well for me. I, I'm very high tolerant. She's like, oh, I got some stuff for you. So I'm, she gives me the stuff. I'm rolling back there. Um, remember getting off the table, getting out to the metal table, being really cold. My surgeon mm. walks in, give him a fist bump. I was like, all right, doc, you know, let's get ready to do this. Pass the fuck out. I wake up. I look down. There's a tarp over my belly. I was like, huh, that's kind of weird. Wait, you woke up during your surgery? I woke up during my surgery. So, oh no, there's this tarp over me, and I couldn't feel shit. Whatever they gave me was some good stuff. Um, but I woke up mid surgery. I looked over. I said, apparently, I said, how's it going, doc? He's like, it's going pretty good. Put him under. And they went, okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's going pretty good. Put them under. And uh, so I'm surprised you remember that. They put me back under. Oh, yeah, vividly. They put me back under. Um, and I wake up. And I think you're there looking at your phone or something when I wake up again. Um, and then not that day, because I think I slept after that a bunch. But maybe the yeah, next yeah you did. Day. I ended up I ended up going back to my brother's place that night. Yeah, tell him about tell him about your so, uh, catheter removal. Oh, all gets that. Don't you worry. <laughs> First off, this motherfucker over there, there. Um. So I got I got so soji or what was it called? Dogi. Whatever the Japanese chest is. Um, so I got that. I was like, cool, this will be something fun to do. And it's cool while I'm uh, sitting in the hospital. Little did I know that overdrafted my account because I was a poor. Oh, it did. Yeah. (laughs) So, so I didn't know that. Um, so I'm sitting there and he's beating the shit out of me in this game. I was not beating the shit out of you. you. I won. But it wasn't. It was close. I remember because I couldn't figure it out for the life of me. No, he beat me a few times, and he bragged so hard. This is what my and I was on. Dies of him and Dilaudid, muscle relaxer, and the stuff about morphine, right? So I'm high as fuck. I'm high as a kite, <laughs> right? And uh, so he's winning, and I get pissed. <laughs> hey, a win's a win. We're all competitive here. I was like, sorry, I had an edge. So fucking high right now. (laughs) Um, But I think later that night, maybe it was the next night, the medication stopped working on me. So, so I'm laying there. And also another fact, um, there was a nurse's strike going on at this time. That's right. The protests were outside the hospital. So I I remember that. No bullshit straight from Africa. Um, at night, and then during the day we had that that uh captain from the air force, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. the lady at night was straight from Africa, so she had a very thick accent, and I was so high I don't understand shit. <laughs> um, so she would talk to me sometimes, and she'd say something, and I'd be like, "Oh yeah," and she's like, "You don't know what I'm saying, do you?" I was like, "No," 
<laughs> it's like, why do you respond if I, I was like, I'm so high right now, ma'am. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, oh, okay. But um, my, my medication stopped oh, working. Oh, man. So I would get up in the middle of the night and I could feel everything. Screws they put into my bones. Fucking all of it. Um, oh. But fast forward to the end. We're we're gonna leave like you were you were mobile like three days later you were walking around like two or three days later I was mobile really fast which is ridiculous yeah they said I recovered super super well I was a pretty young fit dude so yeah um so so we're sitting there um maybe the last day or the day before that to get the catheter out (laughs) I left the room I said I'm not gonna be here for this I left. (laughs) <laughs> I thought you stayed. No, I definitely was not in the room for that. I'm pretty sure you stayed. Did I? Yeah, I'm pretty like 95% sure you stayed. Um, Trevor going, I don't remember oh, that. But, uh, <laughs> this guy's like, hey, we're going to take the catheter out. It's going to feel weird. I was like, all right, cool. He's like, do you want to pull it? Do you want me to pull it? The, the catheter. I was like, I'll pull it. Mm-hmm. He's like, nah, let me do it. And he went to go pull it. He's like, oh, wait, we got to deflate the balloon. And I was like, the what? He's like, yeah, the uh-huh. balloon. There's a balloon in there. I was like, well, I'm glad you fucking told me before you pulled that shit out of my <laughs> uh, You would have pulled your entire kidney out. Oh, <laughs> God, I would never have babies again. Uh-huh. Oh. So he deflated the thing. Yikes. You were there because I, I made this weird-ass face, and you laughed at me for it. But pulling a catheter out of your urethra is the It's weirdest. not short. No, it's long. Oh, it's about and that fucking long. It's the weirdest sensation you will ever feel. I remember he's like, all right, I'm going to do it on three. And as every doctor does, he doesn't do it on three. So he goes, one, two. I went, <laughs> Wait, he didn't go slowly? He just yanked? He went. <laughs> oh, my God. And I went, Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, almost puking and, I was like, and then my body like chilled I was like this is that was the weirdest thing I've ever felt in my life and you sat there and, and you're like this I was probably cringing on the inside yeah you sat there and you laughed and then we went home yeah and then I was on leave for a month but that was a weird weird fucking time oh man alright what came after that good times let's see uh um, well, unfortunately, Pounders isn't here to defend himself, but, uh, St. Patrick's Day? <laughs> Before St. Patrick's Day, remember he tried to chug that, uh, I don't know if you were awake. He tried to chug a Not Your Father's Brew Beer with me. <laughs> in the dorms. And ended up, um, puking all over the sink. And there was tons of dishes. Oh, in the that's sink. right. So all over the sink that. in the dishes. And I looked at him and I was like, you're cleaning that up. I'm not cleaning that. He's like, I'm so sorry. Was that at what was that at one of our poker nights? I think so, yeah. Was that the first poker night that I lost because y'all made me get drunk off my screwdrivers? No, that was in the apartments. No, no, no. I got drunk off screwdrivers at the in the dorms. We we had been doing we had been doing the poker night like three or four times and y'all got sick of me winning every time. Yeah, and I was, the, was I was a dumb sh- I was a dumb schmuck and let Pounders pour my drink for me. I think that was just Pounders Hefe 
you, Jones, and I, maybe, maybe Newton, maybe the five. I don't, it wasn't like bots. Possibly. Were in, though. That night was all, like bots were. Yeah, some, yeah some that was a different, there. that was a different night. Yeah. We used to party. You just decided to, you just decided to host something, didn't you? I think that was a party. Possibly. Yeah. This was so long ago that a yeah. lot of that shit kind of blends together now. But I do remember the first Thanksgiving that we hosted in, there in the dorms. Hell yeah. I had that girlfriend that she did, I remember. Yeah. The track girl from uh-huh. State. Yeah. Didn't you meet her at JL Beers? Wasn't she one of the servers there? No, I met her on Tinder. Oh, that's right. First mistake. Right. Meeting somebody on Tinder. She was actually the first girl... Yeah, she was the first girl I got with uh, after that chicken tech school. Like the third girl I've ever been with. No kidding. Yeah. Huh. I actually liked her a lot. But whatever. Shit happens. Um, <laughs> but no, JL Beers, you guys think that I slept with all the JL Beers girls, but you're wrong. <laughs> I only slept with one of them, and she was a fucking sweetheart. Yeah, she was. She was I don't nice. remember her name. Yes, <laughs> some sweetheart. But she was, she was <laughs> super, super nice. Hey, yeah, man. so funny, funny hey, stories then. I guess we're trying to stick to that. Uh, St. Patrick's Day 2018. Yeah, we're out of the dorms at this point. Yeah, we're in the apartment. Because we wouldn't It's, back it's you, me, Pounders, and Belcher. Belcher. That's right. We started the night of jail beers. No, no, it was just the four of us. We started the night of jail beers. And that's where Pounders stole that green uh, fedora. <laughs> this was like this was uh it was like fucking it was freezing cold. it was cold um yeah so then we started at jail beers because we figured if we're gonna go bar hopping we need to get a bunch of f- greasy food in our system so we started at jail beers got some burgers some beers and a shit ton of fries because they give us like four potatoes worth of fries and then we went to um, uh, Ebbs. Yep. Because they had the outdoor live music. Yeah. Stayed there for a while. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. Fancy. And then we went inside Ebbs. And I remember you were talking with like an old retiree for the longest time. And we were trying to drag you away from that conversation because we wanted to go to the next place. And then we ended up at the DAC for the fishbowls. And that's when I took the video. Do you remember of Pounders trying to chug the fishbowl? Yes. And then you got the hiccups mid sentence. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that should be one of the videos that we show for a try not to laugh. Oh, we should. We should also. That'd be funny. Gets married, we have some fucking ammo, dude. And well, we yeah. don't have ammo on each other. Not only for his bachelor party, but during the wedding, if one of us becomes the oh, best man, yeah. If I I don't want to say that we're gonna uh, Jeff is gonna become his best man, obviously. Either way, we can coerce Jeff. (laughs) Or telling the story of later that night as we left the deck, Pounders slipped and busted his ass on the ice in the parking lot, and then slid down the hill towards my truck. (laughs) (laughs) Like slowly, like a helpless child. (laughs) Yeah, he was sprawled. Like on his ass and back, just slowly sliding down this parking lot, and we were all dying laughing, obviously. And none of us helped him. None. No help whatsoever. No. Oh man, that was funny. 
Speaking of funny, we can probably reminisce all night long, but we still got one more segment to do. We do. Yeah. We do. And that is, now that we're all liquored up and fucking... Oh, before we do that, I I almost forgot, and I saved a little bit just for this. In honor of Veterans Day, I want to propose a toast. Jones, you got a drink? All right. Always. Here's to our friends, the veterans, those those that are downrange, and those that didn't make it back from downrange. Here's to them. Ah. Badass boys like John Chapman. Hell yeah. Dick, Darn right. Dick motherfuckers. Stirring the fire coals with his dick. Yeah. All right, yeah. So, um, Jones, I have an idea. Um, let's make uh the penalty for losing yeah. by the way you still owe me um I do. Kimchi. Next, po- next, next podcast we'll do some kimchi <laughs> jones be- lost a previous try not to laugh challenge and his punishment then is he has to eat some kimchi which if you don't know what kimchi is it is pickled cabbage uh very popular in korea especially south korea um they eat kimchi with every single meal and every family has their own particular recipe for kimchi. Um, at every single restaurant you ever go to, uh, they will give you a side of kimchi. And it's actually pretty good. I thought so. That I'm not a cabbage fan. I'm usually not a pickled anything fan. But kimchi was actually pretty good. And so I challenged Jones. He lost a previous episode's uh, Try Not to Laugh. So he has to eat some kimchi. Yep. Now, I think I for this one... um. Let's not have to do the same thing. Like, I have a challenge for you, and then you, or a punishment for you, and you have a punishment for me. Okay. I think if you lose, you need to wax your upper lip. Just your upper lip. No. That is a hard fucking no. (laughs) That shit grows fucking thick, dude. I'll rip my skin. Okay, all right, all right. Let's do this. Instead, if you lose the next podcast, you have to show up with exactly half of your face shaved. <laughs> Just half. All right. I can, I can do that one. Okay. But, and but this then, one's going to be if, harder. This is because we have done this thing where we smirk and we, we laugh, but in our mouths and all of that this time. No teeth. No teeth. No, like anything. No sound. You have to be fucking yeah. straight face. Like, that's the only thing, because then we're, okay, it was like on. it was like zero to one. Like, like <laughs> well, okay. In all fa- in all fair in all fairness, though, those videos weren't that funny. No, the ones that we gave to each other were like maybe one to one or two to one, zero to. The one. very first one we did, it was like four to five. Yeah. The but we the actually, episode where I had to do the damn one chip challenge. Yeah. God. But this time we need. If to, it tasted better, we need to be a little bit more strict and chat. Okay. This with us. Help us out. And YouTube, if you guys see some shit, toss it in the comments on what happened. Spotify. Yeah. Sorry to say, nothing really there for you guys to do, but email us. Or yeah. come to YouTube. Let us know. Switch and comment on that shit. Speaking of which, all right, this is my time to do the plug that I usually do each time. Uh, we're trying to get as much um, user or uh, listener input as possible. So if you guys find funny videos that you want us to cold react to, um, or if you have suggestions for debate topics, 
Um, you can email us at doublefeedpodcast. That's all one word, no caps, no spaces, no dashes. Doublefeedpodcast at gmail.com. We review those that email before each of our segments. Um, you can also send us funny videos. You can send us debate topic ideas or anything else that you think you'd want us to talk about. You can also post comments on the YouTube videos.